And we're back. Hearing our voices, that means it's time for It's This Meets That podcast where we watch movie, terrible movies, not just movies, but terrible movies so you don't have to, mm-hmm. but you probably should. I hope so. I'm Russ. And I'm Jared. Uh, and, and oh, well, I was going to say when we left off, we were at the beginning of the movie again. <laughs> so, well, before, well, before that, I was going to say we are at part two. Of, <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. If you, part, it, kill Chan. Uh, kill chains military term <laughs> jesus uh part two of it um if you missed the first part then why are you here yeah right. if you skipped if you skipped part one uh don't drink things out of the carton because you probably do uh, if you sk- if you skip things that means you skip a glass and you drink right out of the carton yeah and you didn't really miss anything else uh, you didn't miss any nicholas cage certainly no you are just getting back to that yeah we're just getting into God. it so um uh, all right man take it away where where, where, where do we pick up yeah, we picked up where we left off at the very beginning of the movie. Uh, <laughs> when, very well timed. Yeah, fully fully 46 minutes into the movie, uh, Nicolas Cage comes back. Uh, and and we get our, our friends here uh, dinging, dinging the old bell button. Uh, <laughs> and... And I love Nick Cage's line of, uh, well, I'm supposed to ask for ID and a credit card, but, you know, it doesn't really matter. This Whatever. is so this isn't this isn't when our friends from the Buick come in. This is when our friends uh, Oso, the guy who ends up dead at the table there. Is it? Yeah. When I said back to the beginning, I mean, back to the beginning when Nick Cage says, and let me tell you about me and Franco and then goes and tells the story. But there's the dead body is the whole thing. No. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Did I make all right? I made it way more confusing than it is. But yeah, no, I have no idea where we are right now. I think you skipped. I think you skipped a lot. I don't know. I don't think so. All right. Well, why don't you start this episode then, Chris? Because I thought this is when this is when we're. Uh, I don't know. Oh Let's... no! No wait! No, you're right. Yeah. You're totally right. Hey, you're totally right. Hey, you know we all have our moments. <laughs> I have. Yeah. I have more moments than often, so I feel pretty good about this right now. You want to try? You want to take two? No, of I. W- nope, I want you to start. <laughs> okay, so uh, we are uh, Lady in Red, Renata, and Nick at the hotel, um, and we're. I think we're basically back at the beginning of where the movie started, right? At this point, right? You can exactly. conf- you can nod and confirm that at least. Great point, Russ. He said with confidence. So then we get uh, so Lady in Red. She's she because she she where we left off she was came out of the van and she was heading into the hotel so now she's in the hotel she's getting a room Nick cage brings her up to the hotel room she gets her room blah blah uh and then we get the 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 shot from the trailer about the they're hanging at the bar she's talking about you know you look like a bad guy with bad hands and um he's like oh, i'm the clerk bartender blah blah we get all that right yep exactly and then he talks about how he how he won the hotel in a poker game Kind of important because he holds up the poker chip, right, and puts it on a table. Little nod, very important though for later at the end of the movie. Well, and then before we get to the next part, and then he takes a drink. And why does he take a drink like that? Like it's a weird thing. So he, there he has. They order a tequila and a beer. She orders a tequila and a beer, and he also has a shot of tequila with her. Takes a drink, <sighs> and then he goes like, yeah. <sighs> He's just Nick Cage. Yes. Unnecessary. I hate it. 
He's he's Nick Cajun. Let 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 him cage. It's weird. It's so weird. Why would they keep that in? Because <laughs> why not? They're. Like, I think they were. I don't know. They needed more Nick Cage, and that was like the best they got, which is kind of like whatever. Disappointing. Um. So she. So this is where we get a little backstory from her now. Well, we now. Well, we already knew this, but she was going to the hotel to meet Aranya. Yeah, and she asked him. Do you know a man named Aranya? Right. <laughs> Which he's not saying anything about, but uh, I mean, I think at this point, like we, like I assumed it was him. Oh, I didn't. I had no idea. Oh. I but, was completely in the dark at this point. Oh, I definitely assumed it was him. Um, And then there's like, I don't know, a bunch of back and forth between them. <laughs> and I don't know. I didn't really care for it. I was just kind of like this dialogue. No, well, the, the back and forth is important because it's weird. Like they're doing a lot of animal analogies, uh, like talking about, he's like, oh, do you know a man named Aranya? And he's like, Oh, hmm. isn't that Spanish for spiders? Oh, yeah. <laughs> in, his, yeah. In, his, in his Nick Cage voice. And they're like, yeah, probably some snakes and Lobos too. And you're like, wait, lo- <laughs> why would you say snakes and then Lobos? Like, why would you say, say snakes and wolves? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It was really weird. Yeah, because like, this, this is really pick up like this kind of like what's supposed to feel like snappy dialogue. Right. And it starts to get kind of like a stereotypical Nicolas Cage movie, how you, how everyone pretends Nicolas Cage talks. He's kind of doing that in this movie. Like he's not as bad as everyone. You like the parody of Nicolas Cage is, you know, everyone knows. And he's kind of parodying himself in this movie. I think I'm not even sure what to think anymore. Fair. I question my sanity after this movie too. <laughs> as we do with most movies we watch. Um, So that's kind of that. <laughs> And then right. he heads outside and he starts smoking. So now this is important because we said this earlier. So he comes outside and he's out there smoking and he has an encounter with um, the other sex worker. Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> so they go off. He's outside for a smoke. Right. right? And, and he's Which talking. Nicholas to- Cage is, why is he smoking so weird? He's doing like a little like, he's like playing the trumpet with his cigarette here and I don't care for it. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. So he's out there having a smoke, and the, uh, this sex worker um, comes up and talks to him. It's like they know each other, you know, same block. He's been there for a year now, and whatever. Allegedly, allegedly, and they whatever. Everyone, they all treat you know, everyone treats each other with respect down here. And she was the she was a pair with the sex worker in the very beginning of the movie that the old man sniper called up, right? Yes. So now this is and, important. This is important because this is this is what you you call this out. Because I actually missed this part, but you call this out. This is actually the parallel moment where right now what's happening is the sniper from the very beginning of the movie is having the back and forth of the other sniper, right? Yep, that's what's happening upstairs, uh, and and we're on the ground level right now. Yes, following this side of it, and this is what I really liked it, but I also hated it because it was like Aaron Sorkin-y of like. Like they're having a bunch of like I wanted the I, this is the maybe the third movie that I wanted <laughs> uh, is is Nicolas Cage and this sex, sex worker. worker that he's yeah that he's that he's well uh, that they're smoking a cigarette on the street like it seems like they know each other it seems hmm. like they've talked a lot because uh, they say you know like well you never asked me how I wound up down here and he goes that's that's what we like about each other right is that's that great. we never asked each other how we got here like they're good lines it's good dialogue like i want to watch that movie like show me that one i don't need that i'm okay with it i'm okay with it like that's fine like they just have a history there's no need for another story there it's just like they know each other that's it boom done. but they had 
they had really good chemistry compared to everyone else in the movie. <laughs> like, they did. They did. I don't know. I, I would I would 110% watch that movie instead of this one. Um. Okay. I don't know if I have a comment yet. But um. <laughs> so she also, and I threw I threw this out there. She kind of looked like a Michelle Pfeiffer lookalike. Sure. I don't know who that looks like. So what? I don't know what Michelle Pfeiffer looks like. How old? Are it you? seems like an 80. Seems like an 80s thing. Oh my god. You're terrible. Okay, so we're moving on then. So then we go back inside the hotel. Um, and this was weird. So he mm. has a smoke and he just goes back inside the hotel. Yeah, no, the scene made no sense. Right? Okay, so he, I'm, I'm going to set the stage. So he has smoke. He walks back inside the hotel and he just storms up to uh, Lady in Red's room. She's the only uh-huh. patron in the hotel, right? Seemingly. So he just walks up and she's standing by the door in the doorway and she'd been drinking tequila, whatever. And, and he just like walks in. Yeah. And then a weird sex scene happens. And I was like, yeah, my first, I was like, wait, do they, do they know each other? No, for sure. No. They don't, right? There's like there's been no connection other than the fact that like she's coming to the hotel looking for someone named Aranya, right? Yep. She doesn't know it's him. Correct. And they don't know each other, right? I'm like exactly. No, you're right. And Nick, and Nick Cage says that he's like, oh, I'm not delusional enough to think you find me irresistible. Like, what's happening? Right. Why, okay. why did Why did you just have sex with me? That seems weird. <laughs> like Nick Cage says it in the movie. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. So then this is where like, so at that point, then it's like then whatever. I guess she uh, starts. Th- it's like 30 minutes later because this movie is only like a couple. Like in terms of time, it's only like a night. So yeah, we're we're coming to a close. Luckily. Yeah. And uh, she she's talking about how like she wants to just get away from it all and escape from everything. And she asks Nicholas Cage, would you just walk out with me uh, tonight? What, would you walk out of here? And Nick Cage is like, well, where would we go? What would we do? <laughs> like Asking reasonable questions. And she's like, ah, I can't believe you'd say any of that. <laughs> Yeah, no, so this whole this whole section of them like going back and forth, like so. My first thought when when getting to this point, I was like, this back and forth trying to be real quick and smart dialogue is like they've been trying to do that through the entire movie, kind of, and then this is like yep. they're amping it up really quippy, yes. really fast, and like I was like trying to be smart, witty, and noir, like a, like a detective yep. noir, which and is fu- which our- is funny because. Someone at Hollywood Reporter called this a detective noir, one of the greatest. I was like, what? No. Arguably, my favorite my favorite part of this whole movie was the way they did that because, like, then I started to enjoy it a little more as the parody of itself of like, oh, you don't you don't strike me as a good cause. You're more of a rabbit hole. Like Nick Cage is, like talking to her at that point in weird metaphors and very Aaron Sorkin-y quick speech kind of things. Yeah. I like that part. Like th- that. This is when the movie started. I was like, "Oh, this is the movie I signed up for. This is the trailer trash I watched. This is the movie I want to see." Right, but it it doesn't fit the first hour of this movie. No, I agree. The rest of the movie is not like that, and it's like all of a sudden it kind of shifts this. Then you get really yep. kind of weird dialogue like this. Like this is so irritating. <laughs> That's not your real answer. That's what you came up with right after you wished you hadn't asked the question. It's like what. So I don't know. It was irritating. Um, and then we get the we get back to the lobby, right? With we get, uh, yeah, we get also the, the very bad lady, <laughs> and that's 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 her character name. So they show up um, at the front desk, and Oso is obnoxious with the bell. I'm really glad he dies. Uh, oh, <laughs> I hate I hate people who are obnoxious with the bell like that. 
Yeah, like relax, man. And so he gets to the front desk. He's hammering on the bell. I was just irritated. Um, and then Nick Cage comes down. And this is when we get our trailer scene here of like, do you know who I am? Well, not specifically, but you are a type. Type two? <laughs> yeah, type two diabetic. Unclear. So, yeah, this kind of pissed me off, too, because, like, so Oso is hammering in the bell. Nick Cage comes down and, like, grabs his hand, like, dude, stop. I'm like, yeah, stop. And then Oso flips out and pulls a gun on him. It's like, dude, how are you getting angry? You're being obnoxious. Yep. They hate that. They hate people who do that. Agreed. Ring the bell and then pull a gun on you when you call them out on your shit. And the very bad lady is is asking a bunch of questions. Uh, And I love, this this is the closest we get in this movie to a Nick Cage shout. (laughs) <laughs> is the I don't know I was in my office you know I don't have all the answers it was the closest we got and that was it and I was like that sucks we need more we need more angry Nick Cage this um didn't he go back up to the I don't know if he did or not yeah it cut, it cut back upstairs to the to the room yeah and and that's when he was like oh just go around the front uh and come in the front door and I'll leave I'll leave the woman up here and so like he like led the woman up to her bedroom and she sat there and then he went downstairs and had a drink with Oso. <laughs> they're like they're just they're just chilling having a drink. Yeah. Well, supposedly Renata's going upstairs to meet up with the very bad lady. So now we got Lady in Red up there with the very bad lady uh right. in the room. And then um we've got Nick Cage and Oso hanging out, sitting at the at the at the you know, the table the bar table, whatever the table. And they're kind of having like, yeah, drinking some bourbon. They're having like a, you know. And this is well, and this is when we get explicitly, uh, we already killed her lover tonight. And you're like, oh, did we see Lance die? No, but he just confirmed Lance is definitely dead. But then it's like, man, this whole, the way this whole thing was just, it was so brutal. Like the camera movement and everything, like it was jumping like all over the place. It was moving all over. Like it was so irritating. So they're both sitting there drinking a glass of bourbon and yeah. all of a sudden Lance goes to kind of ref, uh, not Lance. Um, oh, so. Oh, so goes to refill his glass and he's got the bottle and he's just overfilling his glass, spilling it all over the table. Just kind of like keeps pouring stuff. <laughs> and first, I was like, Wait, what kind of drug makes you do that? Like, I don't <laughs> My first thought was like, so he's going through all this like really broken kind of explanation. And he's like, oh yeah, they're fighting up there, you know? You know, your lady will start talking as soon as, you know, a few more punches get in. I was like, what's it? What? And then, like, he's saying stuff that just makes no sense. Yep. And then, yeah, then he's, his hand, like, started shaking. He just kept pouring the bourbon. Like, it spilled over the glass. And I was like, what is this guy's problem? What is- <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is happening right now? And then come to find out Nick Cage had poisoned him with some good old-fashioned big yellow and green pills. Um. All right. So, so Nick Cage... Pulls one over on Oso there. He's he's poisoned his uh, his bourbon. Right. He's done. Classic. So Oso is done, and the bad lady is upstairs with the lady in red. They're fighting. Yeah. He heads up there. He you know opens up the door, whatever. Right. And he's got a gun. He's got his gun. I think. Right. Yep. And he points to the the bad lady, red la- uh, lady in red, <laughs> the bad lady and red lady. The lady in red is like on the floor, or whatever. She was losing the fight apparently. And the very bad lady. Yeah. yeah, The very bad lady. And now Nick Cage and the very bad lady have this back and forth. And I don't know. I kind of zoned out. I don't know. It didn't really matter. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't care. Well, but it was weird. Cause she was like, it was like, Oh, 
give me, tell me a reason why you should live. And she was like, well, what's it worth? What's my life worth to you? And she was like, he's like, yo, you just made a very uh, convincing argument for killing you. Why? Like, don't ask me what your life is worth. Like, <laughs> give right. me a, give me a reason. I don't care about anything. I'm Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, just- and then he's like, Talking about how, like, oh, I did enjoy fucking her, but uh, <laughs> talking about the lady in red. Yeah. And that's where I was like, wait, is she her pimp? Like, and that's where I was confused. Are they in a relationship because it seemed like they were earlier? I think is she her pimp? Are they also in a relationship? During this conversation, which still I was like, I don't really care. Uh, lady in red uh, reaches into her purse, pulls out a knife and knives. The be- I'm doing a stabbing motion right now. Uh, knife. Yeah, yeah. Kn- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to reenact yeah. the best I could. Knife. Dear listeners, for those of you who can't see it, Russ is flailing wildly. He's stood up. Uh, you can't see it. His room is like a spacious office. Maybe, I don't know, plenty of room all around him. If you remember the lightsaber kid doing his Jedi fight thing um, with his lightsaber all around, it's like that. Uh, exactly like that. Lots of knives. Okay, so uh, she knifes the bad lady, gets her, and then it was kind of like the most awkward, shittiest fight. I'm still confused. What were they lovers? <laughs> it doesn't matter, dude. Whatever. Yeah, they liked each other. They hung out. They went to dinner a couple times. They had feelings. It doesn't matter. It's over. What? So then the most awkward fight scene of all time happens. It's just I don't know. It was a weird fight scene, and Nick Cage is standing there, and then the two bad lady and lady in red. And by the way, Lady in Red is also in her bra, by the way, because this ties back to the beginning of the movie. Right. They start fighting, and then they end up in the bed, and they're fighting. And it looks like the bad lady is going to win, and Nick Cage is still just standing there with a gun, just doing nothing. And then, Hanging out, yeah. And then Lady in Red gets a gets a good punch across the face, and now- Bunch of good stabs. What's that? bunch of good stabs yeah and then uh she gets on top and then she's just stabbing away and there's blood going everywhere and now we understand why she's covered in blood from the beginning of the movie and blah blah she's well, just kind of she still she didn't eat her and that's what makes me confused about the blood all around her mouth but. dude i don't man i don't know i've never stabbed <laughs> a human being that many times to understand sure. blood splatter sure. i've watched enough dexter to understand that blood splatters you hit a, yeah. an artery here and there that's a lot of pressure in there it's gonna squirt look I love blood as much as the next guy, but I don't uh, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced about this blood situation. Okay. Well, I don't want to tell you, man. I am. Um, so bad lady is now dead. Uh, Oso is dead and we're close to the beginning. And this is where we get the line. We get the line. Oh, I thought you had a knife in your, in your purse. Oh, right. And she's like, <laughs> uh, but you had a gun oh, in your I, purse. I think you had a gun in your purse. And she's I, just, like, I, I did. got to the knife first. I got to the knife first. And it's just really stupid because, like, once you actually see it all play out, she had all the time in the world to search for the gun in her purse, which is... Oh, she could have had so many weapons. But we're getting closer to the beginning because now we have the three Bs. We got uh, Bra, Blood, and Beretta. And yeah. then we have a Nick Cage and uh, Lady in Red kind of confrontation a bit right here, right? Mm-hmm. She, he's going to put the diamonds and whatever else in. Wasn't there money involved too? He's going to put them all in the safe? I think so, yeah. Whatever. The diamonds are in the safe. That's the most important thing, right? That's the important part. Those are worth 250 unclear units. Yeah, 250 credits. At least credits. At least federal credits. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and the, and that's when we get the 
I'd love to go looking for it, but now is not the time, is it? Uh, talking about the money hidden in her bra. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, there's money. There's a reason why when we were having inexplicable sex earlier that I couldn't touch your left breast. It's because you have money there. <laughs> She's like, maybe. All right, moving on. So now we... Now we're back to the beginning of the movie. This is where I was going at the beginning of this episode that we edited out. Oh, no, no, no. We kept it all in. You skipped so much. Okay, yeah, so exactly. now we're now back at the beginning. I hate this movie. <laughs> it only takes you... It's funny how it only takes you, us talking about it, for you to really hate it. I know. It really makes me way angrier. Just watching it regularly, I was like, oh, well, this means it's so bad. And then as soon as you and I started talking about it again, I got furious. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm boiling. Uh, so we're back at the beginning, and now it's so we're we've met up to the beginning of the movie, uh, where now we got the two guys who were in not the Buick, but the Dakota. Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, the Blue Skoda. Skoda. Uh, they can, they are coming into the hotel. The two um, guys who are kind of snooping around, and they come in, and we kind of get a little more different angles from how this whole thing plays out. Yeah, and this is when we get all of the Nicolas Cage backstory. This yes. is when we. Finally find out Nicholas Cage is like, oh yeah, I was a PMC and a uh, private military contractor. And I was like, oh, so these are Blackwater boys. <laughs> Big time. Big We're talking time. Eric Prince, like wants to have a Navy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm on board. So yeah, because then this is him starting now telling the story where we end at the very beginning. He's like, I'm going to tell you a short story. And now he's telling this and he's talking about the guy who owned the hotel before him, his friend, yep. Franco, right? Yep. Uh, he owned the hotel or he had the hotel. Um, they were friends. They did all these PMC. They were, you know, contractors. They would go out and do these, you know, various jobs for people. They were basically the same. They Their job was basically what the, the two guys who were there, right? Like same, they did the same thing, right? Yep, Exactly. Um, and then, um, this is when we get the background of like, uh, Nick Cage talking about how he learned how they, why they called them blood diamonds. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Nick Cage is talking about when he was a, a PMC private military contractor, when he's like traveling the world, trying to settle up debts for who knows whatever corporation, uh, in, in killing lots of people talking about Cameroon a ton, mm-hmm. which like, uh, I think Russ, you and I were talking about this earlier. I don't. I think Cameroon is like down with blood diamonds. I don't think this is a disputed thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, I, I have no idea. I think that was like a big controversy. Is that Cameroon has a lot? Like, if not, if I don't, I don't know if there are diamond mines in Cameroon. I think it's that they've allowed them to, uh, you know, continue doing it. Exactly, like be passed through their border. Like it's a it's a whole trade yeah. thing. It's all trade. Yeah, this this feels a little, a little above our pay grade to talk about. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. And then well, and then we start talking about child sex trafficking, <laughs> yeah, and sorry. that's where you're like, holy shit! Like, uh, like it gets way weirder. Oh, it's, it took, yeah, it took a whole another fucking leap because <laughs> so they're talking about yeah. blood diamonds, and that's what these diamonds apparently are that they've got, um, right? And then we learned that Nick and Franco, Nick Cage, sorry, Nick Cage, Aranya, we'll call him Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. So they were buddies doing work for this organization, right? Right. Which is an unnamed organization, which I think is still at the top level here running. It still seems like the American government at some point. I don't know. Oh, okay. That's okay. <laughs> like, it's uh, unclear. It's unclear, but okay. Yeah. So 
they worked for this organization and they were doing all these shipments and stuff like that and doing basically the same job that the two guys who are in the hotel right now talking to cage do. And then he's telling the story and he's like, yeah. And then one day we went to go pick up a shipment and it was a truck and we up in the back of the truck and it was a bunch of girls and it was like young girls. And there was like a sex trafficking thing. And then Franco and Nick had a moment of like conscious, which you should. <laughs> right. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> like, and and like, like, and this is, Nick Cage is explaining this to the uh, the Buick guys over here. Yeah, do they have, do they have names? I don't even think they have names. Oh no, yeah, they do. Yeah, they're curious. The, 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 curious. the curious assassin and the mean assassin. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that's right. Uh, and so, like Nick Cage is saying, you know, it's all abstract to you. It's not. It's not staring at a cage of little girls. <laughs> I was like, this movie is getting really fucked up by the second. <laughs> yeah, like super dark, right? Yeah, like who's and who is the person who's burning these little girls? Like that there's it comes a point where they're burning the little girls alive and you're like, wait a second. Yeah, Nick Cage and, and Franco didn't want to be a part of that, right? Right, exactly. And that's when uh, you know, he's this is when Frank uh he's talking about Franco not uh not thinking about where he's going and like he's trying to portray himself as as the guy that he imagined he would be when he signed up to fight for his country. Um right. Right. And like, I don't know. And sorry, it should be noted though. So like this whole thing about like the, like the burning of these kids was is Sanchez, the sniper from the mm -hmm. very beginning. Right, right. So so Sanchez, he was he was like he was the one who can actually go and do this and like kill these kids. I was like, this is fucking brutal. Um, yeah. And then so then we you know he's continuing to tell the story, and then we've got um, him talking about. Uh, uh, Franco there, his buddy, and he basically tried to do his best, and he saved one of the girls and like raised mm -hmm. one of them as his daughter. Mm -hmm. um, my first thought, by the way, when it was, I was like, "Oh man, it's not, it's not the lady in red, is it?" Well, and that's what Thais thought too when we were watching it. She <laughs> I was, was like, like, "That'd be weird." Oh, it definitely him. And I was like, "No, no way," because and that was the part that she missed. Uh, in the bathroom was like when when she had sex with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I don't think I think that that would not be a thing. I crossed my mind. I was like, no, this would be that's too weird. That's too much. Yeah. Um, so, it seems out of character. <laughs> well, yeah, because so when Franco saved that one of these one of these girls, him and Nick Cage were still partners, and Nick Cage was at the hotel, just you know, they were just buddies doing their thing, and mm. Franco saved this girl, praised her as his own daughter, and she was around when Nick Cage was around, so. Um, and then he raised her and then she, you know, ran away from Franco, basically from home there got, and then mm. here's a crazy connection. She got picked up by the federal agent, um, Lance, yeah, lollipop man and the crooked cop, uh, Miguel. <laughs> yeah. Lance and Miguel, Lance and Miguel. And then she basically ended up, you know, dead. Right. Right. And then, well, the whole yes. yeah. Right. Dead. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Dead. <laughs> What did I say? Not dead? Yeah. No, you said, well, basically dead. <laughs> oh, basically. No, she ended up, yeah, no, period. No, dead, dead for sure. Yeah, dead, period. And <laughs> that's it. Um, uh -huh. And then he's still going with the story. And then Franco. And I love the, the Nicolas Cage play here of like, well, uh, like they're going to kill him. <laughs> um, and he, and he le leans on, well, you want to hear the end, right? <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. the thought of the thought of walking out and never having gotten to the the point of the story, and that's when our buddy uh, the the curious assassin is like, yeah, actually keep telling me the story. 
yeah, keep going. It's a good story right now, right? So then it turns out Miguel and Lance doing crimes on uh, Franco's daughter. Yes. And that's, Terrible situation. And that's when she, yeah, she ends up dead. Yeah. Uh, and then, so this kicks off Franco, Franco wanting revenge, basically. Right? Well, meanwhile, Nicolas Cage has been smoking the same cigarette for like a half an hour. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I just wanted to call it out because it bothered me. You're breaking up the tension about... <laughs> Yeah, it makes no sense at all. Nicolas Cage is smoking the same cigarette forever. <laughs> You're breaking up the tension of uh, human uh, sex trafficking for <laughs> right. Okay. right. Right, 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 right. I just wanted, I just want to make sure I put yeah. everything in perspective there. Mm-hmm. We got No, sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I, we got to and you we laugh, and we laugh. And there's things that are annoying, and yeah, that's true. Yeah, he has been smoking the same cigarette for a long time. So, so then, uh, so the story continues. Franco basically went after the people who the hand, the people who were doing this, right? And he was trying to track them down and like kill them all, whatever. He ends up getting killed by the very bad lady, right? In the who is after who is the lover and or very connected to the lady in red. Cage killed, right? Who Nicholas? No, Nicholas Cage didn't kill. Nicholas Cage almost killed, and then. The lady in red stabbed the crap out of her red. Uh, and then, like, Nick Nick Cage does a, we get a good, finally, Nick Cage crazy laugh of, like, who also happens to be dead rolled up in a bedspread upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're like, wait, what? That's the Nick Cage we want. Yeah, I, tr- I take it back. I, I like this movie. So, yeah, actually, like, the end, I was like, this isn't that bad. Like, this is okay. I'm like, all right. So then, so Nick Cage, basically what's happening is that Franco goes after, he gets end up ki- gets up getting killed. Nick Cage takes over the hotel. He's hanging on to it because uh, he's basically now continuing the revenge path that his friend Franco did. Right, seemingly, yeah. I've got questions later, but I think, like, he was waiting and planning to have all of these people pulled into this. Right. And this is when we get our guy saying, what's that? Hold on. Hold on. Before you go there though. So they're, so they're cutting back between like these flashbacks of him and Franco and, and the young girl. Right. And there's a quick shot of the young girl leaving the bar, the hotel. And she, she, you know, gives um, Nick Cage character a kiss in the cheek and she's leaving. And he's just like, yeah, I could have prevented all this if I just stopped her right there, but I didn't. And there's a quick mm-hmm. shot of her turning and her hair flowing. And you see that the earring she's wearing is the poker chip. The poker chip. Yep. <sighs> Classic. So now my thought at this point, I was like, oh, he wants to s- stop me if I'm giving him too much credit. But I think he wants Please. to save the lady in red because she wants to get out of from something that is terrible. And he is replacing her. He's replacing Bronco's yeah. daughter. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Oh, definitely. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. We're on the same part. Okay. And he's trying to do That's something. The, like, this is when, like, the movie, you, like, it could have been good. I would have watched that. I would have watched that movie. 100%. I this could have been such a good movie. That could have been a whole other story. I would have watched so much. Yes. Yeah. I hate this movie. Could have, and that's when, <laughs> yeah, like, it, it could have been five other good movies. So you hate, you hate this movie because it could have been better. There was so much potential. Yeah. We've never said that about any movie I think we've watched. <laughs> Um, no, 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 I'm trying to think. No, I I think you're right. I I mean, little Italy had a solid premise. (laughs) You got to have the the crust and the sauce. (laughs) You have to be a four star Michelin. (laughs) Come on. I love like Nicolas Cage has some good 
like Nietzsche lines here. Of like, let's just say I've had a good meal and I'm not hungry anymore. Talking about wanting to die. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's solid. Um, so at this point, though, so we've got all this. We've got, we, everything's kind of just pulling together at this point. I'm going to throw out there. So who are these? Who are the two? Who are the two bad guys? Then? Or the two, the, the curious and the mean like assassins from the government, some kind of government, unclear. And I've got a lot of gripes with like they get into a, a gunfight, obviously. And uh, there are times when our our hero, Nicholas, like there's no cover. Like they're they're staring at each other. They're on the same wall in the same plane. And the way that it's shot isn't flattering and showing that like it shows that they could just aim the guns at each other and shoot each other. And they're and they're missing. Yeah. I don't know. No, I think like it's it again. It, what sucks about it is like the whole the whole space, the whole like area where they are was set up for such a great could have been such a cool like gunfight and it ended up turning into just like no one knows where they are we don't know where they are it's just like just shooting guns and kind of blowing i don't know just nothing made sense and you couldn't tell where everyone everyone was it was really irritating because they could have just made it really just simplify it It could have been it could have been a really cool like simple and doesn't need to be all this crazy thing and it was like tried to be too much yeah i agree it could have been really good. And and so the, the other thing that could have been really good, uh, and you noticed and I didn't, like for me, this was a really good uh, realization that, well, it could have been if I didn't push the pause button. But uh, I didn't I I didn't know coming into right now that Nicolas Cage was Aranya. Like I, like, I know you suspected it earlier. I had no idea. Oh, I yeah, didn't, I had, yeah, yeah. I had no clue until this point. And then I clicked pause so I could take a note. Uh, and it came up the in subtitle. Amazon. Yeah, the way Amazon, no, the way Amazon does oh. when you pause it, it comes up and shows all the actors oh, in the yeah, scene. Yeah, does the X-ray and thing? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, Nicolas Cage, Aranya, and I was like, wait, Nicolas Cage is credited. Oh, cut! <laughs> way to ruin the movie for me, Amazon. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, furious. But I, I had no idea. It could have been a really cool reveal. This movie could have been so good. It, it it had all the elements to it. I actually was into like the whole the story and the twists and all that sort of stuff. It just was executed poorly. But so they go through this. It kicks off this big you know gunfight. There's no, only the four of them. It's you know Lady in Red up. She's upstairs and she actually takes a shot at the uh, the mean uh, assassin and who then, is seemingly out of bullets. And so is our hero here. Oh man! So this was so, so annoying. So like yeah. Oh, so go ahead. About to have a knife fight. <laughs> Well, yeah, so they will hold on before that, though, like, so she's like lined up against the wall and he's just standing there like waiting because he knows she's right there and she just pops out, which makes no sense. But they're both like, click, click, click. Oh, they're both out of ammo. Like stupid. Yeah. Everyone, you got to check. You have to check what you have. Come on. What's what's what do you got yeah. in there? So they're both out and all of a sudden becomes a knife fight. Well, until he finds his other gun, which he confiscated from Nicolas Cage earlier from the very beginning of the movie. In right. his waistband. And this is where I don't understand what happened. Did did he get a knife in his eye? Like what happened to his eye? So did he get shot? So he so I, I took me a second too. So what happened with dudes when Nick Cage comes and explains it. So he pulls out the other gun. So uh Lady in Red Center, she got the knife, the same knife she stabbed the hell out of the, the bad lady. Right. She and ends up like, cutting his throat to yeah, kill yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before that, so he he's like, all right, he's out of he's out of ammo, whatever. And she shows herself and he's just like, Great. He says some line and pulls out this other gun in his in his back pocket or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. it's the gun that he took from Nick Cage or very early in the beginning of the movie. 
Right. He's like, uh, whatever, I got you. And he goes to shoot and the barrel explodes and shrapnel from the barrel shoots in his eye. That's what it is. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. so That's the gun explodes stupid. basically. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> That's dumb. <laughs> it's really dumb because it, so it explodes and like shrapnel shoots in his eye and he's like, oh, I'm crazy. And she runs up and then cuts his throat. I was like, oh, that's all pretty brutal. And then Nick Cage pops in. I was like, I was like, did at first I was like, did did he shoot the gun and explode? That's what I thought. Maybe, yeah. Because the way they did it, it was like, but no, he says after he's like, oh, you should always check the gun you pick up or something like that. And I was like, oh. it is arguably the best scene in the whole movie, but oh, that's yeah. not saying much. No, yeah. no, it definitely was the best scene in the movie, but yeah, it's definitely not saying much. Um, so that guy is done. The other guy then, so and then Nick, he- Nick Cage and the other guy go on like a, just a, a tour of the upstairs, right? Right. And th- well, and he kisses her. <laughs> Does he? Uh, yeah. And it's real weird. <laughs> he kisses the lady in red again. Like he's just like, oh, goodbye. <laughs> like, Wait, are you going to the, are you skipping at the end? Or are we talking? Are we talking? No, no, I'm talking about right now. Like what, this is these, the blood diamonds and everybody's having a good time. And he just like gives her a little kiss. And then he, I don't like it's i don't know um, yes it's that part of the movie and then he goes hunting for the other guy with a shotgun right yeah and they have a very intense looking for each other through sheets that are hanging in the hotel lobby i don't know it's, yep. really, it's really weird stupid yep and it's like they take a couple shots and it's quiet 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 and then whatever in the cage just shoots the other bad guy shoots him He's dead. Cool. Like uneventfully, he just like dies. Yeah, like, oh, like okay. this could have been so much, so much better. <laughs> well, like <laughs> and nailed it. Um, that wraps up the movie, folks. Um uh-huh. then what happens? So there are the two bad guys are dead. Then we go back to the sniper nest. Then we like so Nick Cage goes upstairs uh into this hotel room and finds Enrico, our hero. Wait, hold on. Just before just before <laughs> a, a true hero. Go on. I was confused. So I still confuse this point. Did did the lady in red and, and Nick Cage know each other? No. Okay. All of a sudden, it felt like everything was part of a plan because they have and a con- why- they, ha- they have a conversation. They talk about like, and that was why it was weird. He kissed at her because I was like, wait, why would you kiss her? She, you don't know her, really. I mean, they had relations early in the film. Sure. Bra was still Stup- on, so they didn't know each other that well. But you know, stupid. This is awful. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so, then, so then we pop back up. So then we get back to the sniper nest. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, back in the sniper nest. So Nick Cage, I guess, knew he was there. I forget. I guess. I don't know. And he's like, we should get uh, Elliot from Just Shoot Me. Saying like, uh, uh, oh, he, oh he just if, got shot. What if I what if I killed Sanchez? You're like, well, you didn't. <laughs> Uh, like, oh, yeah, if I had a nickel for every time I said, what if I killed Sanchez? I'd have 20 Sanchez nickels. Sure. So do they know they know each other? Yeah, I, they know each other because because just shoot me guy. Watch the other girl, Bernie, uh, Bernie Sanders on those girls, the girls that were in the basement there. Uh, right, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. right he right. watched Sanchez, Bernie Sanders, them alive. So <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. But so then do we know how Nick Cage Cause he, oh, cause he wouldn't, that's right. Cause him and Franco wouldn't do, they wouldn't burn the girls, but Sanchez would and old guy and was there. Just shoot me. Right. Was there. Right. So that's right. They've revealed that later. So Sanchez in the, in the earlier shot, it's just him. They're just showing him burning the girls. And then when he walks up the stairs, 
the old guy sniper is sitting there and it's like right. that's why he maybe has a thing with his daughter where he's just like i can't you know uh, and i hate this part because then it's like well are you setting up are you trying to set up some kind of sequel here of like protecting the daughter is this where we get a a born identity situation where you're trying to oh they're a good guy now and oh they're tr- totally trying to do like a taken thing here 100 percent. so so old sniper guy is still alive sitting there he's about to go and he's like, you got to protect my daughter because they're going to come after her because I know I killed Sanchez, blah, 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 or whatever. And well, you didn't kill yeah. Sanchez, but they're going to like, they're thinking they're going to think I killed Sanchez, but you have to protect my daughter. Blah, blah. He throws the phone out. It's the only number in there. And Nick Cage shoots him. Nick Cage is like, man, I don't want to do this. And the little guy's like, you got to. I don't know why. Do we know why <laughs> they know each other? Like, they, are they best friends or something? Like, why would he? No, they're not. They made they clearly know each other, and the old guy had a problem with the thing that Sanchez did, and he didn't like it. Obviously, he didn't prove it, but he just let it happen. So he throws the throws him the phone. Nick Cage picks it up, and he's like, "Sure," and then he just shoots him to put him in his misery. And then there's like the, there's a lot of people out on the street. No one is saying anything about all the gunfire that's been happening for hours now. <laughs> so much gunfire, so loud gunfire. Yeah, Nicholas Cage just walking down the sidewalk, calls up Andrea, uh, and then. That's the end of the movie. That's it. Like, how? Why? I don't understand it at all. I lo- I appreciated the credits reaffirming what I already knew of that people were called. Oh, the woman in red and the old sniper. Like, yes. Thank you, the credits yes. for reaffirming me. But what a tragedy! What a tragedy! This movie. It could have been three good movies. Instead, it was one awful movie. It could have been. It could have been. Uh, thank you for suffering with us. This might be like the, I mean, this might be the least suffering. This, I mean, it was bad, but it wasn't, it wasn't the worst. This is, kinda... it's definitely in the middle. Yeah. I think maybe we should do, uh, I mean, we're up to like, you know, 30 some odd episodes. Maybe we should do a ranking some, sometime soon of like our episodes. Sure. <laughs> yeah. We'll do, well, let's, let's save it for a holiday. Maybe we'll save it for a holiday. We'll do Ooh, a special holiday special. I love it. Okay. Ho- holiday, uh, top, top 10. Yay, By then we'll have Christmas. like Christmas. Yeah, by then we'll have like 70 episodes or something. Who knows? We might be at 100. Who knows? Anyways, yeah, um, yeah so that's the end of this one. You can lead yeah. us out. I mean, I think we're done, right? No, yeah. I mean, thank you for all of you who are listening. We appreciate you. And we'll be back next week. Uh, but in the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at It's This Meets That. Uh, and we're ITMT Pod on Twitter. Yeah, you should do both of those things. Uh, but if you're feeling old-fashioned too, you can send us an email at uh, it's this meets that at gmail.com. As always, all of our episodes can be found at it's this meets that.com. Thank you again for listening. 